and we're back. We're back. <laughs> go for it, no, Dave. Let's see how you do today. No, I'm not an intro guy. Do it. Go ahead. No. Actually, everyone's been wanting it. No, that's they've, a damn lie. They've DM'd us and they said, we want to hear Dave introduce Who the DM'd episode. Tell go me ahead. your names. We know all the people that DM'd us. The masses. Go ahead, Naja. I was kidding. Please. Exactly. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Knowing Your Role, <laughs> Keeping Your Place in the World, and we're back. <laughs> You're listening to Underrepresented Representatives with your host, Miss Naja Imani Muhammad, a.k.a. Humble Queen, Humble. and David Quill, hey. a.k.a. Mr. Morals Over Money. See, we're equal now. <laughs> For Black History Month. What's up, everybody? Black History Month, yes, yes. yes. And we have Shout a guest. Out. Oh, we don't do that that early. Oh, I don't know. I'm just off the top. Who put you in charge? Nobody. <gasps> Man, for all listeners, sorry that the structure feels a little bit thrown off. The the iPad is not facing Dave today. But uh, I guess we can introduce our guest because we're super excited. One that brings us a little, <laughs> she's probably hated this her whole life, Joy. Joy's in the building. Joy, how you feeling today? Hello, hello, people. I'm feeling great. I have tea and I'm just, I'm in a happy place. I'm loving it. Yes. I'm excited. Ba, 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 ba. There we go. There we go. <laughs> awesome. We're super excited to have Joy in the building. Dave, can you tell us why we're excited about her? Uh, Joy Payne, last name, all the oh. government. The whole gov. Everybody's <laughs> going to search me like, Joy. Hashtag do uh. your taxes. <laughs> yes, actually. No, Joy, Joy uh, me and her connected while we were working at the Yankees. Um, I was even inspired by her story just coming in and being one of the few people of color like myself working there. Um, and just knowing her story, I thought that other people should hear it too. So excited to have her on. Yes. Oh, we thank are. you. And today's episode is sponsored by Virtue, <laughs> Morals Over Money. And Yowie. And Yowie, you are worth it. Yowie lifestyle. Today's episode is also sponsored by LBC, Leaders by Choice. She snuck that in there. <laughs> until, until I get a shirt, nah. And my certificate. What you got? I got it. <laughs> A shape up for you. <laughs> Super excited Yay. to have these sponsorships, these these young businesses growing and, and giving back to the community. So we really we recognize what you're doing. Shout out to Eddie, owner of Virtue. Shout out to Joshua Galarza, owner of Yahweh. Shout out to Dave. He owns Virtue as well, but you already know him. And shout out to me. <laughs> uh, by the time this episode comes out, this week will be over, but is the self-love challenge, yes. love you challenge 2020. Ooh. Joy, I have a question for you. Yes, hit me with the questions, Sasha. Either you've done it already or you're going to do it, but what will you do to love yourself today? I will say no to anything that doesn't make me happy. Yes. That's I just like simple. That. And I'll say yes to responsibilities. Let's mm. get it. Like okay. laundry, what unfortunately. Made, <laughs> what made you come to that realization you'd say no more? Um, it was more so saying no to things that aren't serving me, right? Like sometimes we say yes to things because we're excited, because we want to do something for somebody else. And you say yes. And then months later, you're like, eh, I'm tired or like, I don't want to do this. But I'm like, mm, let's say no to things that aren't serving me or aren't making me happy. And then say yes to things and like be fully committed to the things that are. Mm. So absolutely. today I was like supposed to hang out with one of my friends and I'm like, mm, no, no, no. I love you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I love you. But, um, but you love yourself more. I love myself more. And I know I need to do my laundry because if I don't, then I'm going to be. You have no clothes and you're going to Jamaica. That one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to Jamaica with no clothes. I feel like um, close your children. I feel like that's fine. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I just I got to work this week. So I do have to. We got to wash the work shirts and then. And I mean, low, knowing how to say no is just being clear with yourself. Right. I feel yeah. like a lot of people lack clarity and they have a lot of shame. They think, oh, I got to make sure I do this. Like I had an event yesterday. Right, Dave, you didn't come. <laughs> That's okay. Damn. No, but it's okay because you had other commitments, right? Connor came. Oh he, my God. No, this is not what it's about. He committed to it, but he knew I'm only going to be able to stop by because I need to commit to myself, right? When you're clear with what you want and need, yeah. you can be clear with others. So guess what? No, I'm not going to be able to make it to your event, but I hope you have a great time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing There's wrong that. with that. Say it No. It's tough though. It's tough. We got to that camera on. Don't worry about that. But it's sometimes it is tough to say no though, because when like I used to have the biggest problem saying no, and I think I read a book. I think it's called Power of Now, mm. 
Yeah, yeah. Eckhart Tolle. You ever read that? I think no, I've heard you about, about it. it. Yeah, you told me about yeah. it. Um, it just tells you to like live in the moment, live in the present, understand what you're doing on a day to day. And if, to your point, if something doesn't make sense, then why do it? And it's not to be mean. A lot of people, if they're just your friends or like family, they'll understand. Naja, they'll understand. I know that's what my whole point was. I understand. <laughs> but in along the same vein, similar to us talking about being direct, there's nothing mean about being direct. There's nothing mean about saying yeah. no. We going even to family members, right? Yeah. You could ask your parents for something over and over again. And they're going to help you to a certain vein, but then it gets to the point where they're enabling, yeah. right? It is okay to say no. It's actually empowering to even hear no. And there's an art. There's probably a book called The Art of Saying No. And if yeah. there's not, I'll write yeah. one. Go I'm ahead. sure there is. Sounds like a book. It sounds like a book, right? <laughs> it sounds like a book. But it's, it's, there's nothing mean about it. We hear no all the time. We hear no in the workplace. Sometimes people aren't into you. They say no to going on a date with you. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. Because tell they that are to being the people clear in my DMs. <laughs> What'd you say? So tell that to the people in my DMs. If uh, I say like, no. Why are you saying no for it? Because I can. Like, I don't like you. Hold on, before we go on to anything, how many DMs do you guys send after like they don't get a response? Is 10 like to 15. Multiple? For real? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It's like if you DM me, I don't know. Here's the like Southern girl coming out of me because I'm nice. At heart. Bless your, bless your heart out there. I'm nice at heart. So I'll like, if you say hello, I'll say hi. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'll say I'm doing well. I un I already know kind of like where the conversation's going. Trying to drink. And I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> for those who don't know, I post my daily devotional on Instagram. Mm, um, tell us about that. Every morning, your girl is very spiritual, very um, learning how to be in tune more with God. So every morning, I read a daily devotional. There's, It's just like a little saying, like a little message. I'll underline, kind of like write some notes on it, and then I'll post it on the gram for the masses, um, letting them into me. And <laughs> this one guy just, just kept unfollowing and following me mm. as if that was going to like catch, like she gonna notice that catch yeah. my attention she gonna notice that it did though he got you to remember it, though it, it he though. got me to remember but i was just annoyed Yo. and the one thing that i always respond to that's a move the one thing i always respond to is questions about my god you ask me about him i got you what do oh, you yeah, need to you know do, you're doing the service yeah, yeah. what do you want to know what do you want to talk about trying to you, learn about god girl do you need <laughs> <laughs> Grant, the so, other day, yo, we, we waking up to pray? Yo, are you trying to go today? <laughs> Literally, like, that, and that's what it was. He got me. He finally was like, hey, I'm thinking about getting this for my mom. And I was like, mm. ah. I was like, you should. You, you should. should. You enabled him. I, I was like, you should. Uh, the book title and authors in my um, devotional highlight on my page, have a great day. I thought I would like cut the conversation nah he was like thanks so what's your name and i was like oh i just it's didn't in my handle but <laughs> it is in my hand it is in my handle at the same like, at the same time though and we know maybe what his end goal is but what if he is trying to get to know you like i think that's clearly something you're passionate about and it's like not even passion yeah. that is you like you wake up even in your your bio you sent us you said you have the most yeah. joy knowing that you are mm. giving thanks to the creator of the world and yep that is probably the way in, right? Maybe not in your DMs, maybe not this guy, but the man or, you know, whoever you yeah. end up marrying, it's going to be somebody who has that same love, right? I'm actually going to need him to be somebody that has that same mm. love because I'm going to need you to lead me. Yes. And I need to follow you. That's what my parents mm. say all the time. I, They're like, you need to find, I'm like, uh-huh. And I, like, I, it, it's, it's like a whole different conversation. Bring me back, though, because um, <laughs> I know we have a topic for today. No, but no, also, this is ever. the topic. <laughs> Well, and but, it also, when we think about it, underrepresented representatives, I'm finding more and more, even in this room, even yeah. in this room, I'm sure, some people are very spiritual, some people are very religious, faith-based, some people believe in something, some people believe in nothing, and more and more that is, the world is being divided, and when I use the word divide, I don't mean it in a negative yeah. way, but divided on those beliefs, I think it's something that we don't hear about a lot. Yeah. Once yeah. upon a time, you were hitting the head about like, God, 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 and it was like, kind of not fair. Yeah. And then now I find, especially if you go to a liberal arts school, mm. being being faith-based, being a Muslim woman, it's like you're nervous to to say that you believe in God because at least there will be, be times where I'm like, oh man, everyone is so artsy and stuff that like, am I the odd one out because I'm faithful? Now, mm. 
it's it's part of me. I don't no, feel nervous at all. Absolutely and not. people like it because it's something that I embrace. I'm not over here. Like I post, they're not daily devotionals, but I post something called hadiths, which are yeah. teachings of Prophet Muhammad. Not every day, but often on my story. People who are faith-based or not, they respond to it because they're beautiful sayings, yep. right? But maybe me six years ago, I might have been like, uh, I don't know if I want to share that. I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, but that's who I am. But so right? many people now are so used to, well, at least younger generations are used to people not believing in the same thing they believe in, but finding, to your point, a common mm -hmm. ground of what those believings are. Like yeah. If you really look at it, every religion it's believes like in one God. God. Yeah. So I made a, a list that I'm going to share to our our story and our mm. page. Um, Naja knows. <laughs> She's 10 simple things to do to provide daily gold for your soul. And I I always share things with my mom. I shared this list. And the first one I had was begin each morning with three deep breaths and express gratitude that you woke up, right? Yeah. Which is important. But what I really do every single morning is I say Bismillah, which in Arabic is Bismillah. In English means in the name of Allah. In English means in the name of God. God. So, yeah. right, you say Bismillah and it's pretty much a way to think God for waking up every morning. Yep. And then my mom, I was talking to her, and she, I was like, well, that's what I want to, I want to put something. She was like, well, number one should be give thanks to the creator of the world. And I was like, but mommy, you know, this is three days ago. Not everyone is religious. So is that going to make people, she's like, everyone believes they are created, right? Mm. Like creator of the worlds. doesn't matter what yeah. you could believe in three, you could believe it. You could be Buddhist. You could be whatever you, we were all created. You cannot deny that you're yeah. created. So maybe that's giving thanks to your parents or if you are faith-based, giving thanks to God. So I changed that to number one because she was right. And she was like, don't compromise yourself because you're yeah, trying to please don't. others. Yeah. Forget about other yeah. people. Not saying forget about them, but nah, like forget, forget, about, <laughs> forget, about, forget about, about it. Forget about it. But still, like I noticed more and more that I just felt happier when I didn't feel like I had to kind of censor how much... I was in tune mm. with like my spirituality and my so religion. Scaring yourself. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> for, real. for real, you start feeling that, like, like that divination inside you. It's like, well, like well, well, I was just thinking about this, right? And, I just, and now I just say, start walking on water. <laughs> just floated over here. How did you get here? Elevation. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's something that I'm serious about. Something that I'm passionate about. And I was like. You know, it's something that I I need to like weed out people. So he mm. may have been genuinely trying to get to know me, and Perhaps I appreciate chance, a yeah. genuine approach. I don't appreciate <laughs> the roundabout, like, oh, I'm gonna get her. Nah, you scrolled all the way down, see approach. what he was looking like first. I did not. <laughs> I like. I just did because you know what? Me right now. Possible suitors. Hey, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Shout out. Hey, Shout out I got my own job. Oh, <laughs> you got my own job. I got my own job. Um, no, but like, I'm just, and a beautiful smile. Mm. Thank you. Braces are coming off soon. Um, Shout out to the braces. <laughs> right. Shout out to the Shout braces. Shout out to Borst. <laughs> Orthodontics. Well, <laughs> um, you get your money. I got one tooth which I <laughs> right. that discount. Um, but no, like I'm just in a space where I'm getting to know me and I'm falling in love with me every day. And it's so it it's nice. like so it, because it's it's, it's so nice. nice. That's my internet friend right there. <laughs> like this is I told Naj. She's like, yo, oh shoot, we follow each other. <laughs> I told her, I was like, Naj, you've been my internet friend, and I've been telling people this. <laughs> and I was like, but now we're friends in real life. Really? But no, seriously. Like, I've just been falling in love with me. I've found out all these great things that I can do. And I'm like, wow, mm. I'm amazing. And now I've set my standard at, like, whoever approaches me very high. Yeah. I mean, if you approach me and you ask me about my devotional, of course, I'll engage and, and respond. Um, if you approach me on some, hey, come with me to church next week, my interest is like, whoa, okay, well. Send me the address. We'll be at church. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it was just. Nah, a we funny. about to start an interfaith. We're gonna start an interfaith. Here we, we go. We could. brunch, women only. Good. Yo, real quick, Connor, you got that drip? You don't know. Like the drip. Like, <laughs> that, like the drip. <laughs> Can you turn this. Does anyone hear it? I do. Mm -hmm. Now that you said it, the sink. 
But isn't drip like a like yeah, something else? Yeah, that's how it is. Don't my man like that. Don't put him he on the spot. He I like, was like, what is this? Now nah, we need to start recording these because Connor, like, he just smiles. He just smiles. You got to get the vodcast going. I think we're good. We just got that. Shout out to whatever management company owns this building. We just got that fixed like two weeks ago. It's dripping again. Mm. Okay. Can't deny it. All right. Oh, well. Joy, so you said you are falling more and more in love with yourself each day. Mm-hmm. Forget the structure. I want to hear more about that. Ooh. Where? Tell me about your journey to get here because it it you know I have this this hat right now. No one can see it. Maybe David we take working. a picture. We working. Shout out to Yahweh Lifestyle. Yowie. Bought this from Yahweh. We working because we are working every day to achieve self love. We're working every day yeah. to make sure our mental wellness is on point right we're literally working tell me about what it was like to work to get to this point um it was as most people say very vulnerable you had to like you had to recognize where you were wrong that's been my biggest lesson in learning to love myself is to recognize my faults um so with oh within the last year I recognize that I have a very, well, I used to have a very bad attitude. Mm. Um, I used to be very, right? I know, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have a very bad attitude. The way that I would deal with situations is I would just like ignore them. If I was in an argument with like a significant another, I just didn't know how to properly communicate or recognize my wrong um, in situations. And I did very well at covering my attitude, mm. I guess. Um, that, southern, that southern charm. Yeah. I, bless your heart. Comes in, bless it your comes heart. in. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> it comes Sit in. Show drunk down. <laughs> um, bless so your heart. A part of falling in love with myself every day and the part of that process was just learning kind of what really, what my faults were and mm. kind of where I stood out and also just how I approach situations. Um, Someone told me you don't like other people because you see a part of yourself that you don't like in them. Mm, that's true. That's and very true. That's I not for you. My went bad. through. <laughs> well, said, I mean, no, it, yeah, is, it seen, is for I've me. Seen you. I've seen right? you. Right? He was, he was like, mm, I seen it. <laughs> um, but that hit me, like just slapped me in the face. And I was like, ooh, okay. Um, it's actually my aunt. Mm. One of my aunts, she was like, you know, know people don't, people just don't like people when they see a part of themselves in that person. And I was like, "Ah, what, what you mean? I was like, I'm like cycling through some names and I'm like, wow. Shout out to auntie. I I love me. What are you talking about? And then I started recognize, right? Aunties get it. She is my favorite. She's like my third mom. Um, Shout out to uncle Connor. (laughs) <laughs> Uncle Connor Uncle He's gonna be like Kennedy Shout out to Aunt Carolyn Named after her um, And I started to process Kind of people that I had encountered in my life And that I said Oh I don't really like them And I thought about why And I was like Ooh Okay I've done that before And they do that And I don't like it mm. Because I don't like when I do it um, And even now Like the way that I've gone about Kind of loving myself Is if somebody's doing something and, and there's a moment to judge, I don't. Like, we all innately have our bias. Yeah. We all judge, just we'll see somebody and we're like, mm, she could have brushed her hair. And <laughs> like, we say little things, but little things will add up. And now when I'm like walking in the street and somebody hasn't brushed their hair, I'm like, girl, me too. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't brush my hair the other day. Like, it just... My first instinct isn't to look at somebody and judge them or to point out something that they themselves could do better at. And it just all cycled back to like me just being super hard on myself. And I always felt like I had to be perfect and prim and polished. And I'm like, I just don't need to be and I don't care to be and I can't project my own insecurities of not being super polished on somebody who's very comfortable and confident with not being super polished. Um, so that's been like being self-reflective and just hearing that has honestly been like the best thing for me. Now, yesterday I walked outside, did not brush my hair, didn't care. 
did not brush my hair, didn't care, but I then spent four hours washing it. So, right, because I knew the wash was coming, so I didn't brush. But I just, you know, it's just when I go about life, I see certain things that I know for a fact mm. I would have said something about in the past, and I just don't care. And I just feel lighter, like as a human. So, when, when did that occur with the feeling that you needed to be like perfect, um, and then realizing that it didn't? didn't really matter pretty much until being a black woman became cool until being a black woman became cool so i grew up here um in new york city i've always managed to find the schools or attend the schools i should say that were like predominantly white um middle school it was a it, it was a but we're not going to say the name. Yeah. It was a school um, in Manhattan, in Chelsea, predominantly white, went to a small high school on the Upper East Side. You could count the people of color mm -hmm. on your hands. Not just, like, we're not going to get into the visual people. You can count those on one hand, but in terms of encompassing anybody who was not um, white, you uh -huh. can count all of us. And we had a graduating school of 500, graduating class of Damn. 125 Damn. in New York wow. City. Yeah, in New York City. And you can count wow. all of us. Um, public? Public school? Public school. Mm. Public school. Um, and you can count all of us. And I remember, like, just at the time I was privy to, like, prejudice and bias and things like that. But recounting the number of experience I had with, like, administration, like, they just didn't add up. And I was like, mm. oh, I see what's happening. Um so I always felt the need to like be on my P's and Q's because I don't want to give you a reason to say anything about me or or say anything about people of color. Um, I was fortunate enough to get some really great internships. Don't want to shout out the companies. No. <laughs> um, not that they were terrible, but they were yeah. like really great companies that I got internships with. And even there, it was advice that I had received from other women of color like you when you walk in, smile. Yeah. If you got to cry, leave the building. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Don't was, be too loud. Yeah, too loud. don't They're be too loud. Play your yeah. If you stuff. don't, um, if you're not happy, don't say anything. And it was just like, okay, like you get taught how to kind of cover. So when I said I had an attitude and you were like, since when? I'm like, surprise. Mm. Like I've been taught how yeah. to hide that, how to explode at home. But just present in public then when we worked together mm. i was the only black woman on the team mm -hmm. not even full woman yet because i was like 21 <laughs> um just became legal literally um well so, and tell me about that team like was it predominantly white male corporate america yeah mm -hmm. i mean what Teams. So you're only a black person on the team, but only woman on the team. Yeah, and there was only I could. You're count. black too. I'm sorry, Dave. No, no worries. Yeah. We, we were on different teams. We were on so there different was like, teams. It was tiered. There was like uh, I think there's 65 total. Yeah, 65 there total. There's five. Well, me, Sam, AJ, Nana, and you. Oh, wow. and, Stevens, and, uh, Joe Stevens, Joe Stevens. Mm -hmm. yep, six. So six, six out of 65. Yep. And, and she, that was the only woman. She was the only woman. The one thing that only woman. Only well, black only woman. black woman. Only woman mm -hmm. of color, actually. We didn't have And everyone like I saw the face. That's why me and her got like cool. Yeah. It's because and like I noticed how people The number of women was probably slight as well, right? But you were the yeah. only black or woman of, of color. color. Yeah. yeah. No no Hispanic, no Asian, no. no anyone. I was the only woman of color. It was maybe like 10 women yeah. dispersed out of the 65 being a black woman in a white corporate world and this is like, showed up in head wraps and everything yes. still and I told, everything. I told Naja this no lie like you were I knew I needed to like do something because like you were you were someone that exposed me to a problem that I didn't know was occurring for black woman women in corporate America where like wearing a head wrap natural knowing how clean cut we need to yeah. be having having natural hair like she would come mm. through and People would look like with four heads and I'm like, and they would make like comment. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. Like there's no. And like you said, now it's, it's not as taboo because now it's like cool. You're seeing it in ads. But even at the same time, people it's are still, still you're, I mean, you've, you've got boys still. 
being told to to cut their hair on, on wrestling and wrestling matches. Yeah, and they saw that, right? In Jersey. Yeah, they cut mm-hmm. his hair during the and match. And then another so one, they... He couldn't graduate. Yeah. Valedictorian yeah. couldn't graduate. I think he was a valedictorian. Yeah, he is. He was. Yep. So it's like, it's, it's, it's cool when it's okay, but just enough. We've talked about this too. Just the right just amount is enough. cool. Like, oh, wow, I love your natural hair. Could you like maybe press it or mm-hmm. something just for this big meeting that's coming up, you know? Yeah, no. I, I think I'm lucky enough to have grown up with a bunch of strong women who were kind of, and I'm also growing up, I don't want to discount any other woman before me because now it's illegal to discriminate against yeah. somebody because like it is a law. Because it's now. like, it's not new to us. People have been fighting <laughs> right. this battle forever. Yeah. It, it is literally illegal for you to discriminate me, discriminate against me, excuse me, because of my hair. Um, but I've, so I have this kind of backing now of like, it is illegal for you to do this mixed with my fearlessness. Cause don't get me wrong. There've been people before me, women before me who have done that. Um, and when I, when I was with Quill and we connected there, I like made sure like to interview with my braids, to interview with like yeah. a high bun, whenever we had to be around the stadium, I always had a fro. Like I wanted people to know that of course, there's a different joy inside work and outside of work to mm-hmm. some extent, but at the same time, in the words of the great Beyonce, I woke up like this. <laughs> so, so we're gonna take me as I am, and we're ju- we're just gonna go. Um, and now, as I'm getting older, I'm being very kind of just upfront with it because I need you to know that I'm not gonna alter this. Don't get me wrong; I would love to straighten my hair, but it. It's a six-hour process that I'm yeah, not and about. And if you're doing it, that's for you. It's not because yeah. you want someone to look good, right? You want to look different one day out of the year because it's a six-hour <laughs> yeah, process. I was, like, I was like, it's a six-hour process. We're not doing that. Four um, days top, you know, get a little moisture in the air. <laughs> right. As soon as a workout, touch gym equipment, my hair is like, boop. Um, so it was being very polished. And then after leaving, yeah. Um, with the company that I'm with now, they're an amazing company. I interviewed, I think all three of my interviews had a different hairstyle. Mm. And I was just like, I just need y'all to know. <laughs> and that could be people too. They're like, oh, you cut your hair. <laughs> I love I love watching things about Beyonce again when people are like, wow, Beyonce cut her hair. It grew so fast. Yeah, I'm just like, mm. y'all are dumb. I'll never forget. My CEO came up to me. I wore like a different headscarf. And he was like, this... Uh, this scarf is new. You didn't wear this one last week. And I was like, no. And he was like, I like this one better. Mm. And like, but just that support from my CEO who is, and don't get me, we have a small company. So for me to see him, there's 20 people on the team. It's nice. But for him to acknowledge like, hey, you actually had a different scarf last week. This one is cuter. Like one. Stay woke. (laughs) Right. Like, thank you, Dave. Dave. Ironically, his name is Dave. So I'm like, what other challenges though have you faced? Like, you know, be, I, I worked in corporate America for a very short stint. <laughs> Six months. Uh, nine, nine. But, you know, corporate actually, America one of the schools I work for, it's a school, but it's still yeah. corporate. But what I'm speaking of, like, you know, media company, mm-hmm. small office, definitely was one of few women of color. But women in general, so hard to get your voice heard. It was, you know, it was the boys yeah. club. There was six executives. One was a woman. Kept it real, though. When I got hired, everyone, like, I'm me. I, yeah. I've always been yeah. me. Obviously, there's growth that takes place. And my growth has been so inward, things that you wouldn't necessarily see. But, like, the confidence, I will say, has grown. But it's been there since I was a kid. And that's a testament to my mother. Going to these interviews. Boom, boom, boom. Got the five executives. We love her. We love her. She's great. Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um for whatever reasons, I mean, some men are, are sick. I'm friendly, I'm not flirting. I was not flirting in any interviews, but it's like, oh, she's awesome. When in my interview, it was, first of all, this one was only six minutes. When I finally interviewed with the woman who was an executive, she was like, you know, I'll be honest with you, you're not qualified for this job. Oh. <laughs> Great, I wasn't. Business development, I had a theater degree, but she was like, I love, you have a strong sense of writing because she actually looked at the material that presented. Yeah. And she's like, in your theater background, will help us with pitches. That's great. She's like, you're going to grow into this role. Nice. But there's other people yeah. who should probably get it. She kept it real. Kept like funky. other people were like, she's nice. She has a great smile. She's funny. We should have her on the team. She kept it real. But at the same time, while I had that short <laughs> stint, there was like that, you know, you, you hear about 
black people and it's the crab in the barrel mentality. I saw that so much with the mm-hmm. women where it's like, well, I took 25 years to get to this point. You're not, I'm not going to take your idea. But then it's other women like yep. feeling they had to go through men to let their idea be heard. And these are white women I'm talking about. So then put in the Asian woman on the team and then me, black Muslim woman, and then Eve, mm, I'm not going to say the name, but then, you know, someone who's, who was just, and I have put just in parentheses, the administrative assistant, like no voice, right? Mm. <laughs> what challenges have you faced either at your new job or your old one, just in terms of like getting your voice heard? Um, you alluded to it with that 25 years to get here comment. Yeah. So I, I'm young. I'm an infant. She's um, <laughs> <laughs> six months. You know, <laughs> fetus. Um, so I ended up and this is not this is a humble brag moment, but I got my master's by twenty two. Ow! So from where? St. John's. Okay. St. John's. St. John's. Johnny's <laughs> up. St. John's. Hopkins? Johnny's up. What? No. No. St. John's. St. John's out in Queens. Um. So I have a background in sports. Private school. Private school girl. She's like, um, so <laughs> medical degree? Uh, no. So I actually have my master's in um sport management from oh. St. John's. So uh, not only being a woman, I've studied sports. So now there's that whole layer of does she actually know sports or like. Is she just interested? And it's like, no, no, no. I didn't spend 60K on a degree for, uh, I kind of want to learn something. Like, I'm in this. Um, But being young has also added another layer because people are like, oh, how old are you? And I'm like, first off, you can't ask that. You can't. (laughs) You can't ask that. Secondly. you can't. can't ask that at all. I just turned 24. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So people are like, uh, so it's definitely the just kind of the field that I want to be in, in addition to my age, where a lot of people are, oh, we typically don't hire someone so young for this role, or we typically don't do this. And my response is, well, am I qualified or not? Can I do it it or not? Um, And I I do find that there's like a, I'm torn with that because it's about the qualification and not about the years. And I don't think anyone should ever be bitter. Like these more seasoned folks who are 40s, 50s shouldn't be bitter about us coming in. But I do find this millennial age, because we can order our laundry to get picked up and order food, we want instant gratification. And there's this bit of like, well, I graduated with this degree, so give me this job. Not you, you don't sound like you have this at all. You asked the right question, am I qualified? A lot of people who are not yet qualified because they don't have the experience are becoming bitter about jobs when it's like, know your role, you're 22, you're 24, you're 28. Maybe you can actually listen to someone who's 45 and has the experience. I'm not saying sit sit down and listen to your elders, but sometimes like if someone's been doing a job for 20 years, yeah. they probably can teach you something. And I find with a lot of my friends, they expect more just because they have some degree when it's like, yeah, but they have the degrees and the experience. I just, I find myself torn sometimes because I just feel like there's an age of like, I deserve this because I spent this money to go to this Mm, college, but like you should work hard for something. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get these jobs. You're clearly, you're skyrocketing. You, from what I looked at in your LinkedIn and from what I'm hearing in this conversation, (laughs) you're wise, shout out to LinkedIn, you're wise beyond your years and you're going to get things before people who've been doing it. You just are. There are some people though. Shout out to Naja. Hey, (laughs) there are some people though who, expect it without working hard, right? You had your master's yeah. at 22. There's people who graduate at 21 with an undergraduate degree and expect these executive roles. And they're like, well, 50,000 a year, I should make more. I went to Emerson College. Like, relax. Yeah. You didn't it's even also, graduate yeah. from Emerson. It's also like, <laughs> for a lot of people though that are older, just because I am now tailing on that end, it's Can't interesting know. to hear. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> old. It's that weird. But like, I do notice the difference between like, I have a kid that's on my team, dude that's on my team. Um, He's a little younger than me. He's probably 23. And he seeks advice. Yeah, he seeks (laughs) advice from me on his role. But I see how other people will interact with that person because they are younger and they want to hold those secrets back from actually being able to do their job correctly because they think that person can actually take their role because at the end of the day people have a livelihood they have money to make so there's no you shouldn't do this that like 
I think people have, like everyone says, it's dog eat dog, especially in the corporate world. But if you help like a number of people get to where you are, anytime we have, it's like, I want to work for you. Eventually I'm going to work for you. Because if I can help that person get to where they actually want to go, I know where I want to go because I'm a little bit older and I understand what I'm doing next. If people realize that if you help enough people, those people are going to come back and get you too. People... Very few. Very like few, that's though. a that's beautiful mentality yeah. to have. Any any um industry. When I first moved to the city, I was almost scarred from directing again because I had a a a bad and I don't use the word bad a lot, bad experience that I did learn from, but a bad experience with a theater company that was really using me and then mm. trying to get me to not work with a theater company saying that they were using me because I was Muslim and and black. And the director of the theater company would often joke and say things like, Wow, like I'm gonna be working for you one day, but then I would just notice the things that he yeah, would that he would do. He wanted to stifle me and keep yep. me back because he truly felt that I could get ahead. You know, he was like, "She might direct on Broadway one day, so let me tell her that she doesn't have." She I was will. Told when, 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 <laughs> she will direct. Mm, on I will <laughs> direct and and star, um, not in the same play. I can't do it. But I, when I resigned. I got the quick email being like, oh, well, we were actually thinking about making the decision too. And, you know, pretty much in a somewhat professional way saying like, well, you're going to be blacklisted. I don't think you'll work in this city again. First of all, it's not the 70s. And that was not true. But there, it was fear that I was that old school mentality. Yeah, like, yeah sir, fear I that I at 22 could surpass them. Like the insecure jokes of like... I might work for you. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to hire you actually, but you might see me get this, you will see me get this Broadway credit that you tried to get. You know, like it was just that fear of someone being talented is I, scary. I love people like yeah. you do. Well, everyone's yeah. not like that. At, Thanks, he's man. like, oh, I have so nice <laughs> and to me. his like hand on his knee. He's like, oh, Rip jeans. <laughs> Rip jeans. Let me take a video. <laughs> so cute. Put a grip. <laughs> I put my hands down. He's like, mom, pose for this picture. <laughs> um, Same no, jeans. Be, so I will say. <laughs> you washed them? <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> hey. We got Yo, the two to three. Before we go, people be front like they don't wear the same jeans. No, all the time. you get a max three time wear. No, you get a max three time wear. Yo, I just washed these. Yo, I wore them a few times. Time. Yeah, fronting. but you get a max three Yo, time we wear. Have we have different we body do. parts. We do. Though. Juices. Yeah, I would say Relax. a max three time. Look, we're we keep it real on this episode. <laughs> no, on these <laughs> My mom taught me about the juices. Yeah, exactly. She, she said when you like three days. She said when you wash, make sure you do an area eyes. check. No matter how long or short that shower is, you got to do an area check. You got to get those get the baby area, get those get spots. The baby wipe soap. No those baby wipes better. Put some. My mom right. said you need to wash with some lye soap. <laughs> get some lye soap. Was that? Not lye. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't actually know it. It's like uh. something very old. I'm not saying you're old, mommy. Lye is like get that doctor. Everyone use these natural things now like oh yeah. Trader Joe's natural soap my you need to wash your body I deterred us from a you get from a road that. my bad my bad <laughs> got us off nah well I mean it's about wash. being an adult getting advice um we, I'm giving you advice do an area check get that butthole <laughs> armpits and that I, I, just because I wear the same jeans doesn't mean I don't take showers you're just saying you're pulling the dirt back on after the shower that's why you get three and don't go in your bed with your street clothes never no. do that that's oh weird oh my gosh biggest pet peeve yeah. everyone Hopefully here that agrees comes don't, don't sit on your bed, bed with your that's outside crazy. clothes. That's why I don't have people over too much. I'll be walking around the house. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> and we will not ever be at Dave's place. Um, doesn't look like they'll be recording over there anytime soon. Nah. Yeah. Um, that's why we come here. But to, to reel us back into that <laughs> to point. Reel <laughs> to reel us back in. And the hostess. Yes. <laughs> With our host, Joy. <laughs> um, I can say that being young, we, we're. it's not necessarily a fear of someone. It could be very real a fear of someone taking your spot, but it's a fear of you don't know what to say, mm. who to say it to, or how to say it and kind of get what you want. Um, I've found that I've put my foot in my mouth a few times um, in one of my internships. I was like, hey, and they had called me back three years in a row. And I had great rapport with people that were high up. And this is a billion dollar company. And they were like, well, we wanted to hire you, but you said you didn't want to work in ad sales. And I'm like, 
because I said I didn't want to work in one department. Like, <laughs> this y'all got headquarters in New York, California, like seventeen, like international <laughs> locations, and because I didn't want to work in ad sales, like. But I'm, you didn't, right? I didn't. Would you have? No. And, and that's he, what they wanted. You got to be clear. Gotta, you got to yeah, be good. But that's but you that, own it one it's day. A, it's a it's a learning, um, like a stepping stool. So I've learned within my self reflection process, and the, I guess the kind of neutral way to say it is like, what's for you is for you, and what's not is not. Mm, period. If I ever help somebody and it ends up hurting me in that situation, I was never meant to be there, uh, and that person was also never meant to be in my mm, life. Mm-hmm. Which now I know, had I not just kept my same me and done what I'd done, I would have never known that. But being someone who is younger, who's navigating through kind of corporate America, through relationships professional um, and normal, you just, you never know what to say or when it's going to come back around. You also don't know how you're going to react. Like I got some corporate news once. I said something during my like second month my year review they were like well you said this and i was like i was in a different headspace Mm. and me being in a different headspace is not a good professional response because that's my personal bleeding into my professional um so it's it's hard because young people want advice and they want genuine advice but sometimes we are fearful that this person's gonna run and tell it's not necessarily so it's going to come back to bite you. Potentially yeah. will. The experience is like yeah, everything. And, and, and being someone who's been in that experience, it hasn't necessarily scarred me. And I'm sorry, Naja, that you had that experience. Please invite me to your first Broadway show. I would love to be there. Um, I'll pay for my ticket. I'm going to invite you before Broadway. Because, Listen, March 30th, 31st, Why Women Cry? Because I support. Oh, my God. I love crying on the train. We can get, up, we can get into this later. But... Um, you know, it's just from my experience, one, I've learned a lot. I've learned kind of like what to say, how to say it. But at first I was like, look, I, I'm just being real and I want a real response. But there's a way to say it and a way not to say it. Well, and then that's what comes with the experience. Like, well, you're 24. And when you said that you were whatever age, right? Like we say things that come back to bite us. Everyone does. We see that in politics every day. Mm-hmm. And you have people fighting saying mm-hmm. they're 52 right now. They were 22 when they did crack. Great, but they did it and yeah. no one's forgetting about it. A lot of people are able to let things like that go. I'm not suggesting that you go and do crack. Um, <laughs> cool. They still, tell Jay-Z, but, they still yeah. have headlines with Jay-Z, former crack dealer. It's, they remind you. Of what they, you yeah. Yes. I mean, and and- some people recognize that we all grow and like you grow from 40 to 60. My mom, my mom's 64 years old. She's grown every day and she's able to grow because she recognizes that she can young from, she can learn from young folk and more seasoned folk alike. Mm-hmm. It's not about, it's not about you being young and getting advice from someone older. I know for a fact when Dave was talking about you, he's learned from you as much as you probably have learned from him. Right. But along that vein, you do have to be careful what you say. And it's, it's tough because you want to keep it real so that you can get real mm-hmm. responses. Um, there's a music director on Broadway who came and spoke to one of my companies and he was like, he's a music director on Broadway. And he was talking about how you don't get, you don't book these jobs right out of college. He gave one job to one kid who was like an intern on a show. And then he was like, I want you to take over for me straight out of college. Everyone else works for five to eight years. Yep. Cool. But he remembers he's from Beacon actually. Shout out, to Beacon. Shout out to Beacon. He is the music director for Frozen great i don't i don't mind saying his name he um this man brian he actually mentioned that there are some people who will not hire him because 15 years ago when he moved to new york city he made a couple of bad impressions where he was like a little bit too rock star and wasn't kind of leading the broadway mm-hmm. conductions mm-hmm. in the way they wanted 15 years ago this man is is the frozen musical like director, director. he he was the music director of kinky boots But he is like, there are some people in the industry who will not work with me. And I just recognize I'm not going to work with them because people don't forget. So that's like, that's tough because we're in this age where it's it's like cool to talk about Mm -hmm. mental health and wellness and say that you need a second or you're in a different headspace. But then there's people who still cannot forget that you said something at one moment. It's the experience piece. Because when people say experience, they really want to know how you're going to operate to get things done with other people. And when you're younger, they assume that you don't know how to navigate 
Because yeah. when you work in corporate world, you yeah. have to play politics no matter what. No, every like, day. Every day. And what people don't realize is like younger people actually know a lot more of what's going on in this world now. Oh, yeah. Than, Whenever we get an intern, they're you know, going to do social media so great for us. So, <laughs> like they know the world as it is now because they grew up with it. But people that have that quote unquote experience really don't have the experience of this world because they're not asking their nieces and nephews what's going on. They're not asking their underlings. They are the ones directing. It's like every day you see something about what millennials want or what Gen Z wants. And that's written by someone that's a, a boomer. Right. It's like you don't really you don't know. know. Thanks, Talk boomer. But, <laughs> it but don't what make about no sense. it goes back to our conversation from last week about cancel culture, though. Exactly. Like 100%. what? What about? When someone says something, where do you draw the line with, with forgetting something, right? Because to me, I really like to think that we are all in different stages. I mean, even when you're dating someone for a long time, mm. you are such a different person from like 17, 18 to 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You're a different person from 10 Yesterday. to 11. <laughs> now to tomorrow. <laughs> but where do you draw the line, right? That's why cancel culture is such a thing. Where do you draw the line with, well, you said this one thing two years ago, and I'm not sure you can continue with us in this company. Someone calls you the n-word with er and five years later they're they want to come work with you mm. where do you draw the line are you gonna hire them we're throwing you, hands <laughs> what'd you say we're, we're throwing, throwing hands. hands exactly so it's like I'm, I'm you know i'm constantly in this battle of like i want to be a good person and forget things and recognize that people are growing but also sometimes you have to recognize that like if you wild out at work you might not work with this company again yeah. and they're not gonna say she needed a mental health day like what do you guys think about that I think it comes with, depending on what you said or what you did, if it was detrimental to others, we got to cancel. We have to. We got to cancel. We wish you right? well. Like, if someone says the ER, right, being from the South, I've heard it, being up North, I've heard it, but then they get educated and they're like, you know mm. what, hey, and they acknowledge, like, hey, I said the ER, I was in a different space, I'm not there anymore, then it's like, cool, I respect your work that you've done on yourself it doesn't mean that we have to be friends but Boom. i respect that you've done the work now if you hit me with the er and you do absolutely nothing to like backtrack other than sorry i'm what, I got what is caught, there to respect after then, that then no where we can't and you know some people all people have like non-negotiables you know if we bring up something that involves like harming or assaulting someone else like that's a non-negotiable for me mm -hmm. we are don't we're done before we started i don't mm -hmm. care what therapy what any congratulations i'm proud of you but we're done yeah. like keep up the good work yeah keep I don't up need the good work not in my, but in my not around circle. me no you know i'm a circle and that is okay yeah. it's not being mean but it's taking people, what you want people can't like when you're not when you say you're if you're educating yourself to become a better person that person, if they get offended by not wanting that, by you not wanting them to be a part of then the they're life. not doing the work. Yeah, it's not, not even really enough research. research. They never did it to better yeah, themselves. They just in the wanted to be in a good space. They with just you. wanted to be around. They just trying to I can't get have DMs. Yeah, so <laughs> right. Right. devotionals. Give me yo, <laughs> learn more about your devotionals. Yo, tell me more. I didn't see it. Right. Back. What was your name, Joy? Right. Yeah, it's literally and the full the full name the full name. No, I'm upset. Why did we both put that same voice on? We need to check our own bias. Why was it? Why couldn't it have been Joy? What is your name? Aww. Tell me about your I've devotionals. Had that too, but no, I but like, we hey, both sis, sorry assumed that's Come not cool. On. We're working on ourselves. <laughs> we all are on a daily myself. basis. I do that. People are like my date, and I'm like, it's a boy or a girl because you didn't specify. Mm. Exactly. And then it's like, why does it matter? And it's like, oh, it doesn't. But I was just or saying, I just want to know. But then yeah. it's also like, but that's for you because yeah, it truly like, doesn't Why do you want to know? Like yesterday, my grandmother, love you, Nana. My best friend in the whole wide world. No. She really is my best friend. Like, she's I call dope. her with all the tea. Like, I don't need to gossip to my friends. She's my grandmother, baby. she's up on everybody that slides in the DM. She's Yo, like, it's grandma's canceled. be knowing everything. <laughs> um, and she was like, I'm, I'm, she, uh, shout out Sizzling Sisters. Um, she has a catering business down south. Nice. And she's like, oh, we're doing, um, you know, another family member's wedding. It's a rainbow wedding. I was like, it's a rainbow wedding. Like, are they no. doing rainbows? And she was like. No, she's just marrying a woman. I was like, you didn't have to add that. And she was like, but that's what they called it. And I was like, but it's just a wedding. Like, <laughs> But they called it that. She was like, but they called it that. And I was like. She's respecting I, what they want. I was like, just call it a wedding. Grand. But like for me, I had to like just take a moment. And I was like. Your, it's a different place. It, she's still down south. Yeah. She's older yeah. and i was like you know, it's just a wedding and she's like well that's what they said it was and i was but like <laughs> i i shout out to your grandma i respect that though because it's kind of like i i asked dave 
and I'm not big on titles, but I was like, well, you know, because I'm just trying to think about how to structure the episode. What would Joy's title be? And he was, no, I said, what would you call her? Like, what is, yeah. what do you, what would you call her? And he said, whatever she wants to be called. I respect that. So I get what you're saying about your, your Nana's down <laughs> self, but if those two women called it a rainbow wedding, she is respecting it. Like, it's, yeah, she true. is respecting it's true. They, true. It's not, it's not our job to tell people, like, what to call themselves and how to act, right? So, like, yeah. we can be as woke as we want and be like, it's just a wedding or, like, you don't have to call us an interracial couple. We are just a couple. But if that's what they, they, yeah, they represent it as, yeah. that's in on Georgia, them. it is, because I live down there. Where was your grandma? What part? She's in Georgia. What part? Um, she's in she's in Atlanta, but, like, in the suburbs it's, of Atlanta it's right now. It's the same as... She's, she's in... But this is this is a little bit of a stretch, but it's the same as someone who, you know, a a woman who has a miscarriage and then they have a baby and that's like a called a rainbow baby. Uh, Yeah. Now, once upon a time you do not you did not share that you had miscarriages and it's just like Mm. you just had your firstborn baby. I don't know. But now women are saying posting pictures like post a picture of your rainbow baby. You know, mm. and it's like I could, I could say like you don't have to share that, but they want to. Yeah, right? they, like, if you want to, then go for it. But it just, I guess, context. I'm knowing my grandmother, I was like, George is different though. George is like this, still kind of segregated, which yeah. is crazy. It is like but you walk like, down there. You've been down there, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's all over the world though. I find like with the with any community, but with LGBTQ, you know. I A plus I A plus so much so many other letters. <laughs> What's that? Um, intersex, asexual plus. Uh, so LGBTQ plus. queer I intersex A asexual plus the rest of the spectrum. Oh shoot! I didn't but know you could you could think you're being politically correct, yeah. and then someone could say, "I would rather you just call me gay." Mm. You could think you're being politically correct, like so. You just have to. It it comes down to listening, right? Like I think yeah. we can. It's our job to stay educated. Same with like Latinx. But then someone's like, no, I don't actually need that. Please just call me Puerto Rican or call me Hispanic or call me Latina. Like you just have to listen. And it makes it tough because you don't, I feel like a lot of us walk on eggshells because you don't want to like say the wrong thing nowadays. But if you just listen, and kind of like what Ali said last season, you wait to hear what they say or identify themselves as, you'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. You'll be just fine. And that's all over. Like, yes, down south is wild but some people like they like wild, wild some people West like down. the titles they like the labels true because they're proud of it they're proud yeah. some of people it. are just trying to be themselves and they don't feel they need to yeah. be yeah once upon a time you only said partner if if you were in a same sex relationship like my yeah. partner see that's now, the thing everyone yeah. uses it so, and you get confused but it's like no this is my partner because yeah. we have a partnership it's actually beautiful my own bias calling it out like when girls would say by uh partner i'd be like oh in my head i'm like i have no i don't know any better so i'm like oh she has a girlfriend then course, she showed yeah. up with a boyfriend and i was like oh that's like literally that's her partner that's dope. yeah like that's her i yeah. say partner now i don't have yeah. one mm. shout out if you want to take me if to you church. want to be my partner, if you want to take me to church, but you gotta listen. <laughs> you gotta to listen to and pay attention because yeah, once upon yeah. a time you'd be like, oh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah. Partner, there must be saying that because they don't want to say girlfriend. Like, no, what do you call your girlfriend, Connor? Usually, girlfriend. Shout out to girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I call. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Connor and Alex are definitely partners. <laughs> I, I think I've said it before, but I think that's just how. We uh, like identify mm-hmm. each other, yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's been for so long. But I do think that partner is definitely becoming more like the standard, which yeah. mm-hmm. I think is cool. Well, I think it's a cool thing to build towards as well because you want a up. partnership. Yeah, yeah. It is maybe not, you guys well, get you some le- years legally, behind you, it. You get married. That's, it, ha- it, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. my debt. <laughs> Yo, come on, we crying right. together. Right, no you're taking my debt. Like, you know, nah, we are building nah, I was thinking about that a fun day. together. Like, Damn, I have to pay off all these student loans by the time I get married. Can't go in there. She'll be a Can't teacher for five years. If you teach her for five years, they would forgive it. No, nah, they, they. I said, Yo, no, I got three more. I got three more. I could do it. You know how many uh, applications they've approved? 0.0001%. They, it was like 10,000. And there's also military folk. If you work for a nonprofit, oh, I've checked it. I am vegan. <laughs> Shoot, I checked it out. Oh, you work for that? Is, is Yogi your cousin? Yeah, Yogi's family. Me Yo, and he's cousin with everybody in vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my cousin. cousin. I got um, mad cousins. We are, you know, we're reaching time, but I feel like we could talk legit for three more hours. Yeah. So we might need to get you on again, but I want to hear fine. a little bit something. So one of the points that we we put for this is the art of telling your story. And yes. I feel that you've told us 
you know, you've told us a lot of your story and there's probably like decades more, even though you've only lived two, two. in some <laughs> decades. I feel like you have decades two more. And like, past she lived lives. here before. She lived here before. I, I, but I feel like I was here. I was somebody's aunt before. You're, <laughs> no, well, not, you have um, auntie vibes for sure. You, you speak so eloquently and you, you're really great at getting your point across. Do you ever feel like you need to tell your story to the rest of the world? Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah, hint, hint. Self-promotion hint. right now. Um, <laughs> there may be something coming down the pipeline. Um, yeah, no, so... Can you hook us up with a sponsorship? <laughs> sponsorship. Um, we're about to share the quotes. Yeah, let um, us know. The quotes, the quotes. So the good thing is I like writing. Um, I love writing, love journaling, and it's always been a part of me. Sorry, I'm pulling up a quote, guys. And... If you are silent about your pain, they'll kill you and say you enjoyed it. Mm. Zora Hurston. That's her last name, too. Mm-hmm. Flex that. I see what you did. You see how I did that? I see it. Maya Angelou, there is no agony <laughs> like bearing an untold story inside of you. Yes. Quick fact check. No greater agony. No greater agony. I apologize to My the favorite Insta- quote. I apologize to she the Instagram to meme. I'm sorry. She had to check it. Nah, yo, you messed um, that up. <laughs> no, I appreciate it though, but I like I don't mind being wrong and having someone nope. correct me because I learn. And exactly. at first I used to be and very defensive growth. and and I just was like, why are you getting so angry if somebody <laughs> is helping you? Um so within this journey of finding myself Finding me is on the way. That's what it's called. Finding me is on the way. Flames. Finding me Fire is on the way. Finding me is Fire on the way. Emoji. And so Fire you emoji. you alluded to it. You said yeah. you like writing. You shared a couple quotes, that's, and you said mm-hmm. finding me is on the way. And then you said that's the title. The title that's, of what? Say that's it. That's the Say title. The book is on yeah. the way. The book is on the way. Joy Payne. Finding is me is on, on the, the way. way. That's a dope Self-published title. Published. Finding me because. As as you'll know from my bio, it's for me everything's a process. It's a continual process. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process. Don't get stuck in the process, but fall in love with mm-hmm. the process. Um, and you can change your process. Yeah, always, Write that always. Down. So for me, <laughs> this process of like learning myself, loving myself, kind of just trying to find where I am in the world. What's my purpose? I'm like, what do I love to do? What excites me? What calms me down? What gets me happy? Honestly, what makes me sit down and it's been writing um and i was like you know everybody everybody's writing a book the market's saturated and i was like but you know what it's different like i have my own zero trans fat zero trans fat saturation like everything (laughs) nutrition facts facts. like it's just so much And I was fine. <laughs> I don't. Both, yeah. I don't. I'm vegetarian before Jamaica for the body. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Selfish reasons. But. Fat. You're over here talking about. Um, but no, so the book Finding Me is coming, and it's just about kind of my exploration of being someone who's young, who's always had an older soul, mm. who says it in a very humble way. It's not me saying like I'm more experienced. It's just the things that pique my interest, just kind of how I've grown. Mm. Things that I say, people always think that I'm older than I am. And I'm like, no, uh-huh, it's trauma. People but- will <laughs> people recognize that five seconds after you walk through a door. You have an older soul, like people always, they're just like, how old are you again? And I'm like, I surprise. two month old <laughs> Labrador. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. I love, I just love that people can, identify and love who they are yeah whole like holy you're not racing Um, nobody one verse one yeah i'm not i'm i'm not and people are like well you haven't done this yet and i'm like because i'm not supposed to who cares yes because i'm not supposed to to. um you haven't done it i love when people there's probably people that go into like that you talk about maybe with the book or anything that's how you need to do this this and this and it's like well my favorite show my favorite movie quote was from i probably told this on this before but it was uh don Cheadle in flight and denzel when they're sitting, you never saw a flight? I'm an infant. When did the movie come out? Oh, damn. You are not. First of all, I need, I need you to stop saying that because <laughs> the movie you're not that young like anymore. five years ago, but he's sitting. Oh, I'm Denzel. Then- <laughs> Denzel, I wasn't. Then I Denzel wasn't. was sitting across from him because they crashed the plane and he actually landed it for the people. Okay. And Denzel was a pilot. And Don Cheeto's like interrogating him, asking him all these questions about, what well, did you do this? Did you do this? And Denzel just like stops going. He's like, are you a pilot? He's like. Don Cheeto's like, no. He's like, then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, don't let anyone, like, if people aren't writing books that are checking you, then they have no comment. They don't. They shouldn't have a comment unless you trust their opinion enough. No. 
Exactly. Not all the time. Like regardless of <laughs> right. what you do. Like exactly. it don't matter. So it and it doesn't. And I think within the writing process, you, you go through stages. You go through kind of like fears of like, will people like this? And um Roxanne Gay said once, like, you I don't write for other people. I write for me. Mm. And I love that because I'm like I when I first started the idea of like, okay, maybe I should put this on on a book and give it to people. I was trying to write for them so much Mm -hmm. that I couldn't write me. So the book Finding Me is about my journey and my process to loving myself, finding all my flaws and self-reflecting. And I also put exercises in the book for everyone Mm -hmm. to do because I don't want you to just read it and be like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Yo, we are so aligned. I need you to participate. I just texted you. (laughs) In my self-love challenge because it's like daily prompts. And I need you to hashtag love you challenge 2020 on Instagram. I got it. And I can share a a little snippet of one of the exercises. Um, but so, first, hold on. Say the name one more time. It's it's finding, finding me, me or finding me is coming. Finding me. Got it. She tried to change. Comma name. is coming. <laughs> finding me is coming. As like finding in, me is an italics. Yes, is coming. Is coming. Got it. Finding mm-hmm. me is underlined. <laughs> finding <laughs> me is underlined. Would you call them memoir? I understand that you're gonna have prompts, um, but what would you call it? What? what? Yeah, genre. It, it's it's more it's it's kind of a memoir. I don't want to throw it in with the self help because I don't know if it's gonna mm-hmm. be that for other people because it's more of a self help for myself. And that's what you should. No, I hate the word should, but that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's like, a you personal could put self-help. that write that quote down right now. You could put that on the book. Right, quote a self help <laughs> book me. for myself. Yeah, get that on. It's the not world. for other people. <laughs> I love that. Nausea on the preface. Nah, nah, you said it. You said it. Nah, I'll write your. I'll write your forward. Thank you. I'll write your forward for you. But no, yeah. Well, it's important to exercise our brains, right? I think a lot of us we see quotes, we like them, we read them, but when you don't actively take charge, it's hard to make change. Change doesn't need to happen fast, but it's hard to actually let it happen, right? So, like journaling. Doing things at journal, uh-huh. speaking. I love that exercise because it requires actually taking time to sit down with members of your family. Because you can't just say, like you said, I'm going to break generational curses or yeah. I'm going to start loving myself or I want to make exercise a priority. Well, that's an easy one. We understand if you make exercise a priority, you actually schedule it in and you mm. do it. It's not about following people on Instagram who are fit. You have to actually <laughs> yeah. do it. So these other things that are internal, these internal changes happen by actually taking time out of your day to devote to your thoughts you have yeah. to bring it back thoughts. Thoughts. if you that's start why... like to your point with instagram if you're following a bunch of people that's your way of starting that's your somebody. way of starting but then that's getting now it's stuck in the, the process, people who truly though. the people exactly and the people know. who the people who want to help and it's know. no one's job to help the people mm-hmm. who want to help right like i started the, the self-love challenge did it for a couple years and i just told people love yourself and they were like but how so then i started Coaching. sending out these the, I guess coaching, I would have, I've never said that, but sending out prompts for you, you are finding you, right? The, the book is called yeah. Finding Me, and you want to share that with other folks. So you're not just sharing your experiences. I love that you're adding this interactive part where people can sit down and take these practices because it's the step one is looking at people who you kind of look up to. I'm sure there's many people who look up to you or they want to get on oh. your level, right? But now you're providing them with the tools to do mm-hmm. so. Which is we cool. all need tools for everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, that was just like a writing process, kind of like one of the things that you answer, one of the questions you answer when you meet with anyone who's like a publisher or who's done this before. Is they're like, what didn't you get from a book that you liked? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I read, you know, I read all the self-help books and the this and the that. And it was like, but I never got like actual steps on like what to do it was just like love yourself and it's like okay how yeah okay you can be financially stable okay how like should i open a a specific savings account like should i what should i be doing or what did you do aside from read another book yeah just cite it you have to train your brain by actually doing actively engaging and sometimes you do it and you realize Mm, this prompt was not for me. But then you try another one and it could be, right? You have to actually do it. It's it's school. We have to constantly be in school. Even if you hated school, great school, constantly be learning. Treat every day like um, it's your We are first truly, day. truly over time. So we're going to keep okay. it moving. Although I do love to hear about everything you're doing. Okay. Well, now um, we're friends and now we have each other's numbers. Yes, so. no longer internet friends, real life friends. Real life friends. Um, if you could, and let's keep this kind of concise, like what comes to your mind 
What does the phrase underrepresented representative mean to you? I know you were ready for that. I got it. I got it. (laughs) To me, it means showcasing my uniqueness within the world in a conscious effort to highlight the complexities of being who I am. Mm. Ooh. Mm. You thought about that. I love it. I I, I was ready. I was ready. It means (laughs) showcasing my uniqueness to the world and highlighting the complexities of being who I am as a single Take me to church. Yeah. <laughs> Take Black me to church. <laughs> woman living in New York City. I love it. And honestly, I think we've heard about times you've felt mm-hmm. underrepresented. I have my own answer to this for you, but I want to know, do you consider yourself a leader? And if so, um, why? I consider myself a leader and it, and it sometimes shocks me. But I do consider myself a leader because I consider leadership a constant process of learning and teaching. Um I'm already considering going for that PhD constantly, right? Yes. We're trying to be trying to be Dr. Payne in these streets, okay? (laughs) Yes. Um, So aside from just regular learning through education, I'm learning from my peers, learning from people younger than me, learning from people older than me. So I see myself constantly learning, um, and and leadership is just an ongoing thing. Um, So I do see myself as a leader. Sometimes it shocks me when people are like, I look up to you. And I'm like, but why? Like, I'm not. And I it's still I trip up. And I remember that it's not a, an attainable. You mm-hmm. get there after a certain years yeah. or a certain number of experiences. You get the title of leader from constantly setting out an example. Mm-hmm. So you could be a leader at nine. Yeah. You could be a leader at 40. You I've got students who are like out of 30 kids. They are that's natural. The you know the person that comes in that has that different look exactly. in the yeah. and you want yeah. to emulate what they're doing because you just so, you see how they move. Like Nipsey said, the marathon continues. Always. Speaking of know. Nipsey, you know, hometown hero. Does anyone this one this question's for anybody? Anybody have a hometown hero you feel is like representing your community? We we shared mm-hmm. some last week. Joy, any hometown heroes? Um, my newest, she's not really a hometown hero, and I actually just found out about her. Her name is Erica Cobb. She's on the Daily Blast live show. It's a entertainment um, talk show. And she's been doing, she's just been popping up on my feed, um, for those who don't know, have a media background as well as sports. Mm. Um, so she's been popping up okay. on my feed more and more often. And she's a journalist. I have my bachelor's in broadcast journalism. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a sportscaster. Um, however, she- he's still the, <laughs> right? I still could, I still have time. Um, but Erica Cobb, she has really been tackling a lot of the, quote unquote, controversial topics and really just emulating kind of journalism at its core of being unbiased, but still being able to present a side. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, that's why I ran from journalism um, once I graduated, because the media world and fake news and this and that, it just it just looked like something I didn't want to be a part of. Yeah. And she is now this person that's inspiring me to go back to it. So I feel journalism. like, yeah, back still to sports. journalism. Um, With like, like yes, for example, okay, so still we're going to do color commentary and play-by-play of, of Dave and, <laughs> and Connor. What? He's got his arms crossed, <laughs> looking at me, staring. He's starting Dave's to laughing. Dave's laughing. Wow. Laughing is ceasing. And Connor is on the move. He has now positioned his hands upright. Both faces are turning a light pink. Dave's more brown than normal. <laughs> Whoa, Connor with the silence <laughs> in the wintertime. Proud of you. All right, all right. Guys. They're over. They're over. Okay, all I right. like that. All right, no time to think. You know okay. what time Ooh, it is. Recognize your own bias. <laughs> <laughs> One word or phrase that comes to mind when I say these things. If anything comes up for you, you Connor or you Dave, you can I got you. chime in. All right, Black History Month. Me. Drugs. Scary. Pineapples. Delicious. <laughs> Yankees, the best <laughs> film, media, Oscars, white, <laughs> head wrap, the best gift ever created by women before me, <laughs> brown skin, girl, <laughs> not with the singing, water, wet, <laughs> I don't remember writing water down, politics, a hot mess, yeah. social media, the best, Dave Chappelle, funny, David Quill, Quill. (laughs) (laughs) Quill. All right, Joy, we had so much fun with you. We would like to hit the music. 
Well, shout out. She got her initial shout out. Boom, 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 boom. No, that, that was her hit. <laughs> we like to crown you the underwrapped rep yeah. of the week. We should get a crown. Thank you. Wear your crown, girl. I appreciate it. Wow. Thank you so much for coming. So out amazing. Today. This was really good. Thank you for having me.